I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Oi, the boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty. It's time to get this body started With Danny, Jimmy, Gregor, Andy, Jimmy, JC All we know and all we talk about is booty, booty It's time to get this body started tonight I'm laying hardwood all day with, with my dad Where was it? It's a metaphor In our bedroom <laughs> Oh, Not, in the not bedroom. pipe charms, not pipe Hardwood <laughs> Laying pipe Oh, nice There's two toots oh. Slightly soft plastic Bye, Ma Bye, Jake Bring your mom on. Call her back. Hey, Ma. What? Come here. Come say hello. Who am I saying hi to? Hi, guys. Hello. Hello, Mrs. Brennan. Hello. Mrs. Brennan. Hi, Mrs. Brennan. <laughs> We've heard all about you on numerous occasions on this podcast. Good things, honestly. <laughs> Jimmy's always got fun things to say shit. about him. That's why he's laughing. See? Yeah, he's, I know. He, he's no, been well-disciplined all his life is what we've heard. Well, He's a sweetheart. What oh. more could you ask for? See, you look it right? <laughs> yeah. oh, You've raised a lovely best. young man, that's for sure. Happy International Women's Day, by Thank the way. Thank you. Actually, my boys, your other two brothers, called me today. Did they? Yes. And, and said, have a great day, Mom. And I said, Did they really? They both phoned you? Yeah. You're lying. Promise. Promise. Really? Yeah. See? Thoughtful. Did you Thoughtful. know your brothers? Just a- yeah. They did both of them. What happened to you? All right. We say the same thing every show, don't we, Jimmy? What <laughs> <laughs> happened to you? Oh, he got many of them. Many. I still get them. <laughs> That's true. He does. He gets some good. Yeah. Have a good time, guys. Thank, Thank you. Nice Thank you. Bye. Wonderful to meet you. Oh, she's so much better than you, dude. Hey, Ma, yeah. the next time you come up, can you take your shoes off? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Get out of here. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. You called me. Oh, look, there's your, there's your buddy. Oh, hi. Hi. How are you? 
I'm great. How are you? Nice to see yeah, you. I know. A long time. Yeah. You looking after that guy at what? Of course I have to. Who else is going to? Right. Seriously? Who you else is was, going to look after him? I thought it was hard when he was a baby. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. What's the matter with him? <laughs> I bet your dad did all the work today, too. <laughs> he's already out in the car. He wants to go home. Yeah, he's <laughs> shattered. He's out yeah. there. Yeah, I'm looking for my teeth. <laughs> 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 oh, that's great. Uh, <laughs> I'm gone. Bye, guys. Good night. Yeah. This is Bye, the makings of maybe man. the greatest opening ever, actually. <laughs> yeah. All right. Craig, are you like you're totally the Eddie Haskell character, aren't you? Why, hello there, Mrs. Brennan. You look fine today. Oh, my mother loves him. It's ridiculous. But it's who pathetic, does in fact. Well, that was the problem. No, he has no known enemies. All the time. Uh, how's, how's Craig doing? Is Fuck. What? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> if only you knew. My mom asked about you. Does she? Don't Tell say it, Jimmy. Mom. Don't do it, Jimmy. Don't. <laughs> I said nothing. I okay. laughed. The door was wide open there. Jesus Christ. Nah, couldn't do that. It's brilliant. Uh, yeah. Do we have an opening today, an actual opening? Or, or... I want to say a little something that's long overdue. The disrespect of women has got to be through. To all the mothers and the sisters and the wives and friends, we want to offer our love and respect to the end. MCA, rest in peace. Beastie well said. Boys. Well said. Prophetic words. That's our opening. I think that um, because four of us actually here have daughters, um, like we should get a pat on the back too for keeping the <laughs> keeping that that line Make, going, making it about us, right? Yeah, oh, yeah exactly. Right around. So tough being dad. It's oh, not easy. God. It's not easy. We have got we have got one of them, haven't we? We've got an Amy. We have an Amy that comes on once a week. Yep. Mm. She'll be on on Friday. I'm sure with lots of stories about her Women's Day and what she got up to. Couple glasses of wine, I hear. Yep. I feel like she's on all the time because we're always <laughs> texting. <laughs> <laughs> she's like Aren't taking we? over the dark web. Yeah. Say, like, what do you mean she's only once a week? <laughs> Every day. I couldn't even talk to you guys today. I didn't. I wanted nothing to do with all of you today. It's because you were laying. What were you laying? Wood. <laughs> I was laying wood charms. I was laying, laying wood all day. But it was wood, though, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it was wood. Like hardwood floors. Mm-hmm. Where your house? Yeah. Can you see? Tongue and groove. Yeah. Hmm. That was a long day, buddy. <laughs> It was a long day. I'm exhausted. It was funny because I, in my in my house, I got a lot of stairs, right? So me and the old man were going back and forth, cutting all the wood. And you should have seen the look he gave me today. So he's going up and down. And he goes, these goddamn stairs. He goes, I'm, I can't, I'm not walking them anymore. Now he does like, you know, the, the rowing machine and all that kind of thing, trying to keep fit, right? And I went, hey, Poppy, I said, if anything... I said, if you keep going up and down those stairs, I said, you're going to have a beautiful tiger tush. <laughs> I, I thought he was about to turn around and jab me like you've never seen in your life. <laughs> it looks like a monkey's ass now. <laughs> My mom was hammering him. 
Yeah, that's funny. Do you use a nail gun or are you using like just a hammer and nail? Nail gun, man. Yeah. Compressor. Okay. Yeah. So I check, make sure you're doing it right. <laughs> what do you, you don't know anything about the trades. There's no chance you do. I am fucking useless. Yeah. Yeah. I did uh, baseboards around my entire house once before I realized you could just rent a nail gun. So I did it with a hammer and nail around the entire house. Did you really? It was a friggin' nightmare. And like to this day, I, I, I still have like sore joints and smashing my fingers with hammers for That's a proper man two or right three there. days. Proper. Oh, you, you should, the baseballs are so badly done. Oh, so how, many, how, many, how many dents are in them? Oh, the so hammer. many dents and literally bloodstains. Did you go and I real? I used so much polyfiller around, around the corners uh, in particular to fill in the gaps. Dab them. Yep. I never was good with a tongue and groove. <laughs> so we've been told. That's not so what we've I been heard. told, Charms. <laughs> so we've been told. Did you get a chance to watch the Champions League at least? Yeah. Craig did good. Yeah. Where do you want to start? Want to start with Bayern Munich, PSG? You want to start with Spurs? You want to start with uh, Chelsea Dortmund? Where do, you, where do you want to start, Craig? Oh, they're all uh, got some good talking points. Bayern Munich, nobody wants to get them. Mm-mm. PSG, star studded. Can't nothing. get, get nothing past that hurdle. They have yeah. to be the biggest chokers in world football. Yeah. Ever. Well, and speaking of chokers, Spurs, you know, they uh, couldn't score a goal in two games. They looked really, well, I mean, great defending as well, but they just, I don't know, Sun's a different player this year. And then they fucked up in the FA Cup Spurs when they really could have had a chance to actually win a trophy. So, again, just massively disappointing. I mean, in that game, so it's nil-nil. Milan's going through the seven minutes left and, and Conte brings on Davison Sanchez. I mean, he's a centre-back. I understand you're thinking set-piece. This is a free kick at the time, which, by the way, didn't beat the first man. But, mm-hmm. I mean, there have to be better options, and there were on the bench. What was Conte thinking? I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you one back? thing. Not very, uh, very entertaining side. They're, they've had a few managers like that. Mourinho wasn't exactly box office entertaining. Got results, but in the past, and and Conte's not either. And his contract's out this summer, I believe. Right? He's so, leaving. He's definitely leaving. He he's doesn't leaving. seem even into the game right now. He's not into it. The whole team looked flat today. Yeah. You know. So he's got a dozen or so games left, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Back to the drawing board. Where do you think you would go? Conte? Think you'd go back to Italy? Well, Probably. he'll always get a spot when he's there. He'll get a spot in you. Like, these guys, once they get to that level, don't you find that they just keep moving around because they've, they've won before? Yeah, see, there's a fit there at Juve, isn't there? If Allegri leaves Juve, he's had success there before. He knows it well. I can see that, that being a fit, heading back there. I mean, Romero got a red card, which didn't help. Two yellows, most stupid, reckless... Challenge. I mean, I don't know what he's thinking. Second red card in what? Four or five games, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, that was stupid. I mean, really, just, yeah. Wrecked. My mate Albert is just a huge Spurs fan, right? Like, die hard. he just breaks his heart every time he sees a team <laughs> play, let alone lose. And uh, he was expecting this, but he's just, at this point, much like many Spurs fans, he's furious with Conte. And he's like, just bring back Poch. He's been sitting there for how long now without a job, waiting for the right job. Bring Poch in or Tuchel, doesn't matter who, just bring someone in. Mm. 
What's Potch waiting for? Spurs. Spurs, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's ask our Spurs correspondent. Jeff Cole. Well, you know, there's uh, there's a lot of things to consider here with the uh, the, the chat name Hatspers. <clears throat> Sorry, that was weird. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's uh, they were never necessarily meant to be something, but at somewhere along the line, they uh, they got some notoriety with some interesting characters. Maybe getting really tall players, that's something, and really short players. Uh, not as short as uh, TFC, mind you. Um, but I really think that uh, at some point, uh, the, the, the Tottenham Hotspurs will become, uh, you know, middle table regulars. And they'll stay there and they'll never get relegated and they'll never win a championship unless it's the Coca-Cola Classic uh, or the Col- <laughs> uh, at some point. And uh, you know what? But mediocrity, uh, consistent mediocrity, I think, is, 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 is a feather in your cap, even if it is a really shitty uh, baseball cap. So mm-hmm. that's that's my take. Uh, back to you, James. Thanks, JC. That was a great take, actually. Hey, I, I think I think they would take Potch back. Hundred percent. I would. I would like to see him go back there, especially with this squad. Are you eating cereal, bud? No, no, no. It's leftovers of a very disappointing stir fry. Right, but no, I, I would like to see him go back there, especially with that squad. Now, I think I think he can make a difference. If the, if the squad's the same next year, does it contain Harry Kane? I mean, Harry Kane might be thinking, you know, I'm done. That's it. Give yeah. it one more run. One more kick at the can in Europe. You know, I had a chance for a trophy. Like you mentioned there, Craig, FA Cup, playing the Blades. You rest all your star players. You lose to a league championship side. At least you... And, and then what? So Sheffield United are playing Blackburn, aren't they? In the semifinals, in the quarterfinals. So... Yep. Yeah. It's not a bad pathway to get some trophies, is it? Oh, man. Look at look at Newcastle. They hadn't been they hadn't won anything for years, decades and decades. And what that meant, that League Cup final. I mean, it was brilliant. Brilliant. They were hundred thousand of them in London. Only fifty thousand mm-hmm. seats or less, thirty five thousand, something like that to each club, I'm not sure. I think it was forty thousand, wasn't it? Yeah. Or yeah. thereabouts. It's a yeah. hell of a lot. Stacks, when when Ipswich one what was it what was it that they won did was it the fa cup or whatever that got them into europe um well they've in they finished second in the top flight so they they got that back then in the 70s was uefa cup no but this was like in the in the uh think 2000s ipswich was in europe oh that's right they well that's because they finished fifth in the premier league is that what it was they finished fifth i thought they won a cup no. no. Somebody or who was it? There was a team, I think, in the championship that won or finished second. Sorry, no. This is where I'm going with. Are you thinking about Wigan? They won the FA Cup. They got relegated, and that got them into a qualifying. I think for a European UEFA or Europa yeah, League. Yeah, no, spot. but there was a, there was another championship team, and they were playing it against. I think it was like Menu or somebody like that, and they got to the final, and because. For instance, if it was Manu, they were already in Europe, which meant that just because they made it to the final, they got into Europe. Was it Millwall? Was it Millwall? When it, I it think it was Millwall. Might have been Deitch and Millwall. Yeah, when he didn't play in the final because of the suspension. Yeah. yeah. FA Cup. FA Cup. So really, with this Blackburn and Sheffield United, if they get to the final and one of the others, 
is already in a Champions League or whatever it may be, then they might get in, no? Or qualifying? Um, I think... It goes to the league, think, yeah, I think it goes to the league standings at that point, not the losing FA Cup finalist, I I believe. Because they used to do that, right? Yeah, Everton got screwed. When Liverpool won the Champions League back in 2005, Everton finished fourth that year, I think, in the Premier League. <laughs> That's right. And they didn't get in because you only allowed four maximum berths in the, in the Champions League from each country. So yeah. because Liverpool won the Champions League, they got in there and Everton <laughs> got booed out. Didn't go down very well in Liverpool. Oh, man. <laughs> That would suck. It's a cruel game, isn't it? Jesus. Fuck, it's a cruel game. <laughs> Very humbling. Yep. Uh, are we going to do our first Wongers mailbag alert? Okay. Uh, sure. And this well, is from more Champions League uh, later. But yeah, yeah, but this is this is really actually it makes sense because uh, you guys are talking about Chelsea and our buddy Dave Starkey wants to know best memories, Craig and Jimmy, about Stamford Bridge. Hmm. Best Craig memory. Sort of. <laughs> Okay. Oh. Craig played there. I played there back. I mean, when with Ipswich, when Chelsea were really struggling, Vinny Jones actually I played against him when he was at Chelsea. That was going way back, and the old shed behind there was still there. The pitch was miles away from the stand. They had the one stand, but all the other three sides were really far away. Really, quite yeah. a piece of shit. Actually. But you played for Chelsea there, though. Yeah, yeah. Tell us, how, how are the locker rooms? The home locker room? No, nothing special. Yeah, fine. How are the massages, massage therapists? <laughs> Physios? How's the yeah. top doctor? Did they have well, gentle hands? I, hand? I remember Heskey having a clear breakaway and saving that. That's that, a little bit better than a... There, there well. you have it. There's a good memory of Stanford Bridge. Now, there the massage go. therapist that yes. you're talking about, maybe that would be more memorable. But. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, saving Emil Heskey on a breakaway, I mean, he didn't score many of them, did he? In fairness. <laughs> no, he didn't. No. He just he just put his head down and pounded it. <laughs> yeah. I gave a pen- penalty away to him when he played Birmingham. Chopped him down in the box. He's a hard, he's a big lad, dude. Yeah. Who knows? It was silly, silly foul. I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> you knew, eh? Yeah. And then Stanford, Stanford Bridge, I remember playing there. And I remember first five minutes in the game, the ball comes across the six yard box. And I panicked. Normally, I was like, just open up and start playing out the back. Thought I had a man behind me and I just booted out for a corner. There was nobody around me for at least 20 meters. <laughs> uh, the Robert Green, everybody just screaming at me. I was like, I panicked, I panicked. <laughs> How was the crowd at Stamford Bridge? Was it, was it, is it tough to play in front of those crowds? Mm, not, ba- not bad, but there, it's tight. It is really tight. I mean, and then after when I went to West Ham, played there against basically the same guys that I was at Chelsea with. Uh, that was great. Uh, I remember that because my daughter came on the pitch. She was pretty young then, yeah. a couple of years old. Yeah. Up- Upton Park was awesome. Awesome place to play at. Yeah, that's I love playing yeah. Upton Park. But you know, Jimmy, I mean, it was amazing. Um, but I went to the last game at Upton Park there a few years ago and – that was the first time I've ever been there and sat up in the stands and watched the game. It was yeah. quite incredible. I thought, wow, this is kind of neat. And I guess I'm not coming back here again. <laughs> <It's like> bulldozed. 
<laughs> but it was uh it's it was old and bright. like it you know it's not that location if they could replicate it with you know the modern stuff that you see in stadiums but but the atmosphere the crowd were awesome oh it's fantastic. west ham fans are they're good yeah they are they're good they are you don't want to be losing at home though very often that's that can get pretty ugly for the home players but luckily we didn't have that really they're turning on david moyes right now aren't they Finally, oh, yeah. It's been a long campaign, and we keep saying, no, they're too good to go down, but they keep dropping points and they keep sticking around that relegation zone. Yeah. What manager that goes like goes into that kind of situation ever gets the backing of the crowd? Oh, I think he's still doing well. No, we should stick with him. Like, I mean, it's just right across the board, isn't it? Like, well, look at Graham Potter segueing back to Chelsea, who beat Dortmund. Looking really good in that game. Graham Potter just has been vilified by those fans. And now he's got back-to-back wins. Several good performances. Just Well, that performance was a different level. That was like the, what you expected from these players. Like, it was absolutely different class, I thought. Where has that been? Where has it been? Down to the manager? I mean, he's, he's made a couple of tweaks. He, they're playing three at the back now, right? He seems to have a more of a of a... A stable starting 11. Mudrik can't get in there right now. But it, yeah, it's all kind of clicking right now, isn't it? I mean, it's just yeah, two games. It's so hard. I hope, I mean, it's funny because Chelsea are a super club in, you know, their history. And they're a team that is easy to root against. But I do like Graham Potter. I just do. By all accounts, a really good human being. You know, he's yes. not your typical brash manager. Yeah. I want to see him do well. Yeah. It's a doggy dog world. What do you make of the penalty? The the encroachment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, that wasn't a dog. That was J- JC. I know he sounds. His impersonations are incredible, and perhaps none better than a dog. Oh, that's good. Um, but yeah, but that the, the encroachment call on that penalty and the retake for Havertz in the Chelsea game. I mean, what do you think about the encroachment calls? The player well, that encroached did. Okay, before you answer, though, before you answer, is that often happens not the recall of the of the of the penalty but that people rush in is that like kind of like the foul line on a free throw is this something that always happens anyways and this generally it is wonger but what happened in that play was it hit the post and came back to a person a player that was encroaching right so They did an excellent job in VAR spotting that that is that is a foul. Like if he if it went to a player that wasn't encroaching, I don't think they would have touched it. Yeah, it happens all the time. I mean, look, if I was lined up on the edge of the box and the penalty taker is starting to go towards the ball and hit it, then we all start moving with him. Happens all the time, right? You just you tend to go with them. But the worst is is those ones that do the stutter step. So you start going, and then you're like, oh, fuck, you stutter. Oh, well, that was Havertz oh, yesterday, oh. right? Twice. <laughs> Before you know it, you're five feet in the box. But now with VAR, Jimmy, you, you, you got to be careful because the keeper saves it, and you've encroached. And you, no, 100%. Yeah, it's yeah, totally 100%. different now. And the yeah. keeper's got to be behind the line or on it. Yeah. Because before, everybody used to – some guys even have – they, they would have a run-up. So they're going with – the, the penalty taker. So as he yeah. hits it, you're in full momentum looking for a rebound. And then some guys just stand on the top of the box with their finger out their ass. 
Yeah, just watching it. <laughs> and then you save it and it goes to a guy who's just like, oh. I didn't oh. think you were going to save it. <laughs> <laughs> you, took my, you shocked all of us. <laughs> yeah. What's the, uh, the, where did the word encroachment come from? It's a great word, isn't it? Mm-hmm. What's the history of it? It's got to well, be French. Now we're going to have to look it up. Encroachment. Encroachment. Oui. Sounds like something you'd put on top of an ice cream. An encroachment. <laughs> <laughs> Does that, right? Yeah. Can I have a strawberry and an encroachment, please? Doctor, doctor, what's uh? I, I'm just feel I don't understand why it's so it's so itchy up there. Well, I gotta tell you, Jimmy, uh, you got a bit of an encroachment. Uh, it's uh, it's been there a while. It seems it's uh, way up inside there. But if you stop picking at it, the encroachment might become a recroachment, and uh, we're hoping it comes down. And uh, you give us a call. You take this medication, and uh, you know let's uh, let's encroach on each other another day. <laughs> I wonder what if, what if the doctor put the glove on and went, I am now going to give you an encroachment. You're right, Procedure. <laughs> I had that recently. <laughs> oh, did, did you get an encroachment? How was did it? you get the two, two fingers or just the one? I'm not sure. <laughs> doctor, doctor, your, your ring, your ring is me. Eye either. I'm not wearing a ring. That's my watch. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it is once you hit 50 isn't it you need that on a regular basis isn't it yeah but before is going every two weeks even <laughs> <laughs> doctor you drop in there since he was 22 lunchtime <laughs> doctor, doctor, it's, it's that mr forrest again <laughs> he's he's shown up again he's got another encroachment <laughs> hey doc can you just uh have another look or just so look. here's the thing about encroachment guys it is french and it comes from the word crush which is the word for a hook so Craig probably does get a bit of a hook in there. <laughs> Just no wonder it. he keeps going back. Yeah. Wong is doing the old finger move again. That's Remember right. that? Remember that? I don't know what you guys are laughing at. This is actually basic male anatomy. Yeah, we, we everyone needs it. it. Yeah, but Craig, but not every two weeks. Well, yeah, I know. I guess I shouldn't drop in there after for a little lunchtime matinee. You <laughs> <laughs> can't keep bringing him lunch. Wine. Hey, Craig, hey, Doc, I brought you lunch again. Yeah. Craig on his couch every day of the yeah, week. You don't know. mind if I lock the door? His watch. <laughs> what should I do? My doctor just goes, I go, oh, so we have to? He goes, yeah. He goes, I, I hate it as much as you do. Don't worry about it. He goes, this, is, this isn't my holiday for me either. <laughs> what do you think? Like, seriously. Oh, it's horrible. It can't be pleasant. I feel bad for you him. You haven't done it yet, Charms? No, I haven't. Well, just come over to my house, Sharps. We'll give it a we'll give it a I'll cut. Give it a whirl, a little little dry encroachment. Run, so we'll yeah. give it an encroachment. No, I mean, listen, I'm 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 I had my physical like, a year ago, and I said, listen, what time do I need these exams? And he, he said to me, well, listen, not until you're like fifty. You're, yeah. you're good till fifty. I haven't got it done yet either. I'm, he doesn't want to do it. I don't like, know. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to handle it. I know it's not foolproof either. Like it isn't. Tell us so, what they're checking for, like nodules. Is that what it no, is? No, no they're, they're feeling prostate. Your prostate. Yeah, no, yeah, but nodules on the prostate. No, uh, Just they don't swollen. want a swollen. Yeah, so if you can get uh, the, your four fingers up there, <laughs> <laughs> not, your, not prostate. your four fingers with that freaking skanky little finger, that would have a grip on it. <laughs> if you can get all four fingers up there, it means your prostate, prostate isn't uh, prostate isn't uh, swollen. So that's okay. why they put the finger up there. If you can't get the finger up there, then it means you have an issue. What if you get it up there, but you can't get it out? 
Ooh, that just means you're enjoying it. <laughs> Wonger, that relax, big that fella. wonky that wonky finger of yours. That'd, that'd be straight in the sack. Oh, jeez, yeah. yeah. there's some DP action right there. <laughs> so let me let, hey, let me ask you something too, though. Seriously, though, like jail that thing. You know when you go get it, but like, what do you wear? Do you get dressed up for the occasion, or? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you bathe, I would imagine, first. That's important. Oh, for sure. You have to have a have a shower. And Do we, we need to borrow bathe, a woman's sure bidet? Yeah. Ready to go. But... Get on my tushy. Clean yourself. Forrest, it's very you, important, though. Forrest, Forrest, decide, do, you, right? do you get dressed up a little bit? Oh, yeah. I gave a spray myself down. Little <laughs> midnight and... Do you, do you have, like, offer to buy, buy the doctor dinner first, or...? <laughs> Oh yeah, his yeah. sausage fingers. Oh, has he? Yeah, yeah. I've got to find myself a tiny female doctor. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. exactly right. Um, it's not a, it's not a fun, but it's not fun for anybody. Little Norris, Norris, Norris cancer. So it's incredibly yeah. quick. Good check I would say, I would say, speak for yourself. <laughs> Just saying. Quick. I, I've had it twice, and both times the relief I felt. I'm not gonna lie. That's kind of getting real. The relief I felt afterwards, after it was like, yeah, all good. It was like, oh, okay. Because I had concerns at a time to, to get both. One when I was a bit younger and one fairly recently. It was like, okay, felt good. So I did manage to wear my best at a high collar on. Um, and then afterwards, <laughs> I did ask um, Dr. Johnson out. He had plans. Fine. That's cool. Yeah, it was one in the afternoon, but I guess he had other things to do. But I will say this, the, the relief that you feel... And just knowing that it's like, okay, shit, I don't have to deal with this for another, however, like five, 10 years. Well, it's a thing. I, I encourage. Unless, I, I think, you know, you want to get I, it done like Craig, you know, every couple weeks or so. I, I think I would bring a bottle of wine and two wine glasses. That's, that's what you do for a colonoscopy. As soon as I'm done, just say, let's, let's not tell anybody about this, but let's have a nice little glass of wine. Yeah. Mm. You're a bad man for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who would be a proctologist? I mean, so you go to medical school, right? And you decide that, mm, what will I specialize in? I could be a GP, could do that, could go this direction. No, I'm going to be a proctologist. Specialty, though. Mm. Yeah. GP. GP is not a... No, no, that's what I mean. You could be like yeah. a G GP, like general practitioner, right? Not, yeah. not specialized You could be a surgeon. You can be... Yeah, many things. Oncologist. It's the human body. I mean, thank, thank God people do choose proctology but what draws them into that particular specialty is my question genuine sure. question opportunities because there's not many people want to do it you probably yeah. got a that's a good a, point actually a lot of clients yeah What's i think I, I think if i did it i would try to have a little laugh with it where i'd be oh, like hey and i'd be whispering in their ears <laughs> Hey, Stugger, you're going to feel a little something. Don't worry about it. I got you. Going to put a little Barry White on. Yeah, yeah, yeah what if you walk you. in the office and there's Barry White playing? In the <laughs> you just relax. You just relax yourself there, Sugar. Everything's going to be okay. <laughs> Don't be so Got good news and, and bad news. <laughs> Did find some polyps. <sighs> James, you're going to feel a little bit less than your wife feels. But... <laughs> What? Or more. <laughs> Women got no, but, but on a serious note, it's very important that that all men do go get checked. Yeah, 
everybody. It's, it's just, very, very important. Yeah, we, we have a laugh with it and we're taking the piss, but it's very, very important that you do. Mm-hmm. And Craig, you're all good. Yeah. Down there. You're all good down there. Cut off, but we're all good. (laughs) From my back, from that time when you didn't put the sunblock on properly. And, you know, don't ask me to put sunblock on. I'm not, I can't follow through. The self exams for skin and all sorts of things are very important, right? We often talk about it on this show. And uh, we have fun with it. Like like Jimmy said, we make light of these things, but uh, they are very serious. They are serious, but you've got to always find it checked out. Yeah. Yeah. Better be yep. safe than sorry. Right, boys? <laughs> one, not, one not to prove it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got one more than Amy and one less than you guys. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't even know how to segue back to soccer now. Yeah, I, well, we'll throw in a, a, a fun TFC question while we're in the middle. of, uh, And cool. this is another Wonger's mailbag. Mail sack. Sorry, Charms, I was... Uh, listen up there, Jimmy, because this is a good one. You too, Craig. In 2008, and this is from Edward Han Sing Wong. I was going to read it a couple weeks ago, but we didn't have a chance. In 2008. No, you didn't find it, actually. No, I, I had it. I just, no, but no, you didn't. You, you, remember, you couldn't find it. Oh, uh, no, that's not what happened. In what 2008, Edward Han Sing Wong. Yeah, remember when we met your cousin? Yeah. No, just a guy with the last name as me, but probably okay. my cousin at some point. Yeah. Um, in 2008, Toronto FC lobbied the CSA and MLS to alter domestic eligibility from Canadians, only two Canadians and Americans, on the grounds that the Canadian player pool was too shallow to build a competitive MLS roster. How would you assess the claim regarding the player pool today? What are the chances that the rule gets reverted back to Canadian only? I don't think it will. Nope. No, the league's growing, and you can't. But was it was it they actually um, lobbied for it? Yes, this is true. Yeah, and not only not only Toronto, but uh, I know Vancouver too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, look, you, you, they don't give a shit. No, the player pool wasn't wasn't that big as well back then, and. You know, when when you had to take some guys out of out of university or local guys that maybe shouldn't be on a pro roster just to make up numbers, it's it's not right as well. You know, you, you're a professional football club; you want to compete, and I understand. Yes, you want you 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 want to develop your players, but back then it wasn't it wasn't a time that there wasn't even an academy back then, mm. so you couldn't develop your own players. Um, but now where it's going and the, where the league's headed, the money that's involved now, no, I don't think it will. Not at all. You have to have an academy, right, in MLS. That's one of the prerequisites. Yeah. Now, that's yeah. been changed in, in the Premier League starting 24-25 season because Brentford, we've spoken about this before, they shut down their academy in 2016 and went to the B-team model. Um, their, their whole philosophy was, we're bleeding money with this academy. There are so many good players being released by big clubs, big academies in our area. We'll snap those players up, throw them in our B team and develop them, them that way, um, yeah. which is really smart, right? But the rules are changing now. As of 24, 25, you must have a category three academy, I think it is, to be in the Premier League. And even in Europe right now, if, say, Brentford qualified for Europe for next season, which they, they could do, mm-hmm. um, they, they couldn't play because they haven't got an academy currently. Yeah. Well, it, it it makes sense in a way, right? Because why why should I try to develop players, Charms, 
if you're going to rely on me spending money to develop players and then just take them. Yeah. Right. It, it, it doesn't make sense. I understand what they were trying to do, but imagine not, nobody had academies. Where are you getting your players from? No, I agree. The thing that I have is, is that the owners, not a single one of them, MLS owners in Canada give a shit about the national team or Canadian players because they wanted that reduced amount of players that they had to field or, or have in their squad. But they also um, did not fight for the Canadian player to be a non-foreigner in the States. That wasn't changed until 2013 when Victor, when Taliani actually went after them for that. It was like freaking bullshit. We, every single year we'd have Don Garber on national TV, Don, what's with the rule? Like, why is it Canadians can play, have to play down there? And there's only so many spots. They're not going to take Canadians. Americans can play in Canada. No, the rules are different for them. They can do whatever they want. Well, it was wrong, but nobody in Canada and even the fans, he was coming up to get a sense and a feel from the fans. Do they care about this? No, they generally don't know and they don't care. So he just stood off it until there was actually somebody that actually did something about it because otherwise he was never going to change it. It's never going to happen. Do you think the average fan of, say, TFC? Um, I mean, Vancouver and Montreal do a pretty good job of playing Canadian players. TFC have done, in the fairness, as well at times. But does the average TFC fan, do they care where the players are from and their starting 11, or do they care about having a competitive team that can win a championship? Competitive team. Yeah, they want a competitive team. But so I mean, not one or two. For, for me, that's a, a fan of, of Toronto FC. I want to see young local guys coming through and, and putting on the jersey and playing for the club. Because, you know, there, there, there's an investment there as well. There's, there's a passion as well for the players. You look at Oso and a few of the others that have come through, you know, they love playing for this club. They'll give everything that they've got to make sure that, you know, that, and try to do what they can to make sure that the club's successful. So, and as a fan, you can relate to them. You can relate because they, they're coming with that blue collar attitude and, you know, they, they're the Toronto guys and, and I think it's important that you do have a number of local guys within your organization. Like Jaden Nelson and Ralph Prezo. Yeah. And- <laughs> well, you know what I mean. You need real. Yeah. It's a delicate one, though, isn't it? Because you want the, grow- the game to grow, but and we understand the depth of Canadian talent is better now than maybe it's ever been. Um, but you're is right, it almost like- less care. Is it almost like we've kind of passed that because our pool of players is now substantial enough that you don't need kind of these rules where you're subbing in a Canadian and that where, you know, is, are we past that where Canadian players have reached a certain level on? I think the C, I think the CPL has helped that. Yeah. The CPL has, because now it's given more young Canadians an opportunity to, to play professional football. Whereas before you only had three teams that you had to rely on. And if you didn't get into those three, you weren't going down to the States. Maybe a couple of guys would, maybe a couple went to Because Europe. of those rules. Because of those rules, yeah. But now it's, okay, well, we got the Canadian Premier League. So if you're not ready for MLS, but at least you got an opportunity to develop in, in the Canadian Premier League. And it's a huge jump. It's a monster jump from the, from the, the CPL to Major League Soccer. It's huge. And we got to try to bridge that gap. And, and we're uh, well in time. Jimmy, Armin Batakian, he, you know, works the CPL. 
Yeah. He did a, a thing on social this week and also on the website, I believe. Just, yeah. just com- his opinion comparing, you know, um, the high-end CPL players and, and the low-end MLS yeah. players. Now, the gap isn't actually that that big. The gap's huge. You think it is, yeah? It's the, the higher-end CPL and then the lower-end MLS? One, 100% it is. It's huge. It's a big gap. It is. I don't, I don't – listen, I – I saw a bit of it when he was writing and I get what he's, what he's saying, but no, it's a monster gap. It really is. There'll be something missing in your game, Sharma. So it'd be a lot of, a lot of qualities that you have that would be able to survive, but it could be that burst of pace or it could be, you know, a lack of pace or, you know, or turning and it could be a number of different things that keep you from that level. Yeah. Consistency. We've seen some players bleed through, but just not very many right now. And it's still, isn't it very early in its infancy that, CPL, it's yeah. only going to improve. Well, you look oh, at look at look at Caden Chung. Caden Chung was great in the CPL, very very good. And then he goes to Toronto FC, struggles big time. Okay, and now he's back in the CPL. McNaughton as well. McNaughton's McNaughton's had a few games. He's done all right. Is he going to be a starter for Toronto FC? No, he's not going to be a starter because he's not there yet. And then, you know, the, the list goes on of players. Yeah, you know, their quality in the CPL. And you can't take anything away from them because they, you know, they've got great work ethic. They love the game. They perform well. But it's a, it's a big gap going into the MLS and performing week in and week out. How long do you think it needs to mature before that, that gap closes? CPL is there for a reason to develop Canadian talent, right? Talent base. Yeah, but the thing is, it's always going to be a case of if somebody comes out, well, who is it? Uh, is it um, in Calgary? Coney? Was it Coney that went? Then he went to, who is it in Calgary? Oh, no, it's, um, oh, what's his name? He went to, he, he was around for like 10 games and he was so good that he went to Luton. Anyway. His oh, name. yeah, 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 yeah. No, Coney, Coney's at, Coney's at, at, at Watford. You're thinking of, uh, was it Pebble? That's right, Pebble. That's Pebble right. Pebble from Calvary. Yeah. 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 So that's always going to be the case. As soon as somebody comes along and they've got, they've got a little something, they're going to be gone. And that's fine. That's what the league is there for. Like, it's second but, chance. But also the, the ages, right? I mean, uh, and here we're still so, so young in our overall development. We're still kind of finding these players in their late teens, early 20s, right? Overseas in football nations, like you, by that point, you've been discarded into the scrap heap if you don't have that ability, right? In most cases. Mm, yeah. Yeah, you're on to your second second or third battle to try to make it. Yeah, and then that's why, that's a, the Brentford model, that's what they are, they are banking on. And it really worked for them really well. Really interesting story there, but... Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. One girl, JC, are playing around with the... Uh, the little windows here, the little tiles, and one was suddenly very large on our screen, and we all disappeared. It's funnier when it actually happened than like jackasses, right? aren't they? <laughs> they're not listening to what we're saying, but yeah, they like found a new children. toy, haven't they? <laughs> they're such children. <laughs> oh god! Um, any more mail baggers, Wonger? No, that was those are the two that I really okay. wanted that I liked, that I enjoyed. Um, so keep sending them in, everyone, when you can. We try to answer everything on this podcast. Yeah, we do. Let's touch more on some more uh, Champs League, as was the plan, until Sorry. Wonga took over. 
Um, had to PSG <laughs> fall into Bayern Munich. So all that that attack. <laughs> JC found that funny. All that, that attack, you know, Neymar's not there, but zero goals in two legs for PSG. I mean, that's pathetic. It makes me so happy. But do you think the Qatari owners just need to reassess their philosophy entirely here? And it ain't working. We've tried numerous coaches, numerous players. You've got Neymar, Mbappe, Messi. I mean, for Christ's sake, what war can you ask for out front? And we still can't get past the last 16. The German machine that is Bayern Munich. Yeah. Yeah. Fonzie was great today, by the way. They were all good, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. All good. <laughs> and Neymar is out for four months, right? That was he is, thing. yeah. Coach Gautier said this week, though, in fact, that they're better, they're better shape without him. Jeez. <laughs> Ooh. I think, I think he's leaving. He's gone. He's off. Where would Neymar be a good fit? Still world class. Still one of the best players in world football. Not in England. You don't think? No. Why? He was he was right about Holland, Jimmy. What's that? <laughs> you were right about Holland struggling. <laughs> Why wouldn't Neymar do well in England? I don't know. I just think he's a bit too dramatic for them over there. All that rolling around and flopping, I think the fans would lose it. Yeah, I agree with that. Except for the home support, wherever he goes. Yeah. I mean, he is a big name, but... Well, I mean, if you're Manchester United right now, you know you you know what you are. You're, you're going to address a lot of needs in the off season, including up front. They just have Ronaldo. You think they're going to go for Neymar? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, maybe Mbappe's a, a more realistic target if he's leaving PSG. You could see Mbappe in the prem. I think he'd do all right, wouldn't he? Hey, his power and pace and oh, <laughs> the tempo of the game. Yeah, yeah. I think he'd do all right. Score a few goals. Yeah. <laughs> Where though? United? Would that be a fit? Of course it would. He could go anywhere. Well, be a fit. He like, isn't he a Liverpool fan? Doesn't he like Liverpool? Oh, that's one of those rumors. Yeah. I mean, who the hell knows? Yeah. How would you feel if he went to, if he was in uh, Liverpool? But what about some... Luis Diaz? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Love Luis Diaz. Um, what I feel, of course, I would be over the moon. It ain't happening. But I'd be over the moon if Mbappe came to my club, as anyone would say the same thing about their club. Mbappe is arguably the best player in world football, and he's young. Neymar, cool. Neymar has a reputation, obviously, for, for taking the falls and being an actor out there. Who was the biggest actor in the Prem that, that also flourished, that also did really well? Eric Cantona, as far as the... Clown, but a brilliant clown. Yeah, yeah, but he wasn't I, a flopper. No, no, not a flopper. But brought, brought all the theater with him. Those kind of what I'm saying. The the, the side, the baggage. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody else? I mean Ronaldo, right? Ronaldo. Yeah, that was the only other guy I was that I I knew that had that kind of reputation. R- Robbie Savage wasn't Jimmy's favorite. Nor Dickio's. Or Dickio's favorite more than that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nor anybody, nor anybody's. But he wasn't a, was he a flop? I mean, he'd, he'd embellished to cook, get a card right for someone. He was, but he was, he was just, just an, he was annoying. Annoying. He would annoy, uh, he would just annoy everybody. How about, uh, did <laughs> I you was guys, waiting, I was waiting, waiting to extrapolate on that. Uh, I wasn't going to. He was just one of those annoying players. Get under your skin and 
Yeah. Even watching him, he would just annoy you. But he was great. He was so good at it. The rat. Yeah. He asked Dickio because he, these guys were after him in a bar or something, and he asked Dickio for a backup. He was like, no. <laughs> but didn't yeah. I think he, he directed the hoodlums <laughs> to the they're washroom back, where, where Robbie Savage was. <laughs> yeah. Country. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but why, why allow these guys to get under your skin? I mean, you you would chirp a bit out there, Jimmy. You'd say, "Well, you don't, but you yeah. you do, but you don't." Like it's just like you fl- flop them off. Like you're just like whatever. Like make yeah. a dick of yourself. Yeah. What about giving too much to the referee? I mean, do you have teammates that you just went a little bit too far? Like you have to stop because at some point referees will will put a target on your back, right? They'll they'll through reputation treat you differently. Yeah, you got to know where you are as well because if you're in England, you can fucking really, sw- you could go right in their face and swear at them, really. Um, and generally, you won't get a booking. They'll tell you to calm down. If you do anything of the sort in CONCACAF, you're going to get booked. Like, they get that card come out so fucking fast. Oh, they're ready. It's like a trigger, isn't it? Go on, yeah. there you say something, boom, that card yeah. comes out. So you have to be aware of where you're playing and who these referees are and then what they're going to play like. And how Did you watch the, uh, the Raptors game on Monday against Denver and uh, Scotty Barnes got tossed late in the game for saying something under his breath? That was bullshit. Such bullshit. Is that what he said? <laughs> he, <not just laughs> said well, he said something more than that, I think, but oh. it's, it, I don't know. I mean, the referee's walking away from him, right? And he's saying, apparently, allegedly saying to himself, man, you guys are cheats or cheating us or something like that. Like that. Yeah. And then the ref, who's got a reputation himself, Scott, right? Scott Fraser? Yeah. Scott yeah, Foster. He, Scott he, Foster. Was, he was friends with uh, McDowell or whatever. The Donahue. Guy, Donahue. 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 Who was fixing games. Just I look at that. I look at that. I'm not going to you know, point a finger or anything, but it's just like that kind of shit. It's just like, fuck. But I don't. I don't think it doesn't matter what sport it is. The minute that you call a referee a cheat, he's coming after you. If that's what you're saying, that's usually will get you a booking. That's getting mm. you something, regardless. Well, calling him a cocksucker. Yeah. Well, I would rather you. If I was refing the game and you called me a prick, I'd be like, okay, whatever. But the minute you said you called me a cheat, mm-hmm. I think there's a bit of a fence there. I'm like, oh no, no, no. I did. Have that. you ever had you a red cross the line? Have you ever had a red card? With uh, by swearing, or a yellow at swearing? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've had I've had yellows for losing my head. Yeah. And what what did you say? Some bad things. <laughs> what the fuck is I, it? I, well, hang on, Warren. Let me just uh, go back and like I'll remember word for word. Yeah, I remember pretty, what you said pretty no, much. Of the moment yeah. where you, you go. What do you think he said? Hey, <laughs> well, I want to know whether what it is is it personal <laughs> or is it you know or is it just like run of the mill. No, it depends. Like if it's a bad call and you, you you hammer the ref and you have a goal. Like the good referees understand the heat of the moment. Right. And they understand that you're, you know, you're wound up and you're, you're saying things that you, you normally wouldn't say. But then sometimes I, I would even, if I if I lost it and the ref looked at me and more or less said that's enough, later during the game I'd probably run by him and just say, hey, my bad for that. My, I'm sorry. Shouldn't have said that. And, and off you go. They get it because they understand the game. But the bad referees, you know, the minute you say something, they're booking you and disciplining you right away. And it's because they don't really get the heat of the moment. 
right? So and then some, some referees, some referees give you give it back to you just as good, right? Game Which I like. I, I can I can handle that, right? Hmm. Why don't uh? I mean, referees will though target players too, right? There'll be certain players that they know this guy's a dickhead. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk. Why, why don't the players adapt their behavior? The ones that cannot control themselves. Good question. That's a good question. Because <laughs> I always find it frustrating. Like, you're not, he's not going to change his mind. He's not going to accept you just, you know, screaming in his face. He's going to remember your number. Like, come on. Frustrating. Yeah. Well, even that VAR uh, yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah. Even the VAR, the Chelsea VAR. Mm. The, they were, Dortmund was like right in the face of uh, the referee. And he was right. But they were right, like on top of them, three or four of them, and I was they'll surprised. Be, they'll that... get fined for that as well. Oh, they will, eh? Because yeah, I was surprised they... none of them got a yellow because they were surrounding them, and uh, you know, yeah. a couple of uh, jersey pulls kind of thing. Like, listen to me, mm-hmm. right? It no, was. Yeah. I, I thought it was a bit much. I understand. Yeah, if, you come, if you come in as a group, yeah, then you're in trouble. Mm. They're in you trouble. Don't like that at all? Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, Plus, Anthony's they're checking it in, in in the booth as well. It's like I don't know why they, they, you can see the referees going like they're checking it. Like go mm. fuck off now! Like it's <laughs> got nothing to do with me. Yeah, they're checking it upstairs. If it's offside, it's offside. Fuck off! Right, right. <laughs> guys, but hey, did you watch the Benfica game against uh, Dejan Buchanan? Club room. Yeah, Jesus, Scott Parker, boy, oh boy, got canned today, by the way. Did he? I did not yep. know that. He got fired this morning. They got absolutely schooled by Benfica. Mm-hmm. 5-1. <laughs> Champions League is Champions League when it gets down to the, you know, the semis and, you know, the usual suspects was the, the but holy shit. Benfica are unbelievable. I mean, they haven't, it's been a couple of years since they won the league, which is quite surprising. But the amount of players that they, the best youth development system in the world. Up there for sure. I mean, they haven't lost a home this year. They could be a real, well, they are a real dark horse. The turnover from like three years ago. For 2015, something like 335 million pounds in transfers. This is how they can maintain their competitiveness in the Champions League because the league isn't going to keep you there because it's not that strong, mm-hmm. but the development is, yeah, as soon as you play well, you have a year here, bang, you're gone. Fine. We'll just keep doing that. And they've got, I think 70% of their, which is interesting of their actual youth development Academy is between eight and nine years of age, which is super young. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, we got through the entire show without mentioning anything about labor issues. How cool is that? What? I know. Amazing. Don't want to talk about it ever again. No, no, no. I have to because tomorrow, uh, 3.30. Yeah. I'm over it. Hearing. And you can see that. You can check it out live, by the way. Yeah. And uh, NW, NWSL signed a, a deal with TSN, just yep. FYI. So good, uh, good opportunity to see that league on a national broadcaster. And I, I think any opportunity to grow the sport, which is getting it on broadcast television, not all like doesn't really matter, yeah. but you need it. 
you need it on a scalability level. And uh, that's a good thing for NWSL and I think football in general in Canada. 100%. Congrats. It's awesome. It'll be very interesting to see what, you know, the kind of ratings that they get and how many people watch. Yeah. It's going to be on TSN Plus, right? I think it's yeah. being streamed. Um, yeah. I was watching TSN Plus today, watching some ACC March Madness. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm. So I dare say Portland games will do quite well. What is right. quite well? Um, good question. I've not got a clue. What is, what is CPL? Well, uh, no, do we? let me put it this way. Sportsnet had women's hockey for for a while because our uh, producer there, uh, Dan Fernandez, was producing it. And this is a so-called hockey nation, and the ratings were non-applicable, so basically not high enough to even give you a rating. So uh, it'll be interesting. I hope, hope it does well. I'll be watching, but it'll be a growth situation right i mean they won't get many at first that's for sure they just won't and it's not about exactly. women's men's it's about lower league football right people just watch the big this online they watch the big sports the big leagues mm. yeah. and you got grow into that it is surprising that tsn is actually doing something that it's a lost lost leader i guess it almost to them because they don't usually get involved in anything that's not gonna make them money well they have 38 channels on that tsn plus so they need to fill them Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right. This has got to be a video show at some point, won't it? It will be. We're, <laughs> when we come back from March break, just a, a heads up, everybody. We're going to have some uh, different programming during the uh, March break, which is next week. Oh, Charms we? is a, yeah, well, Charms is a, Charms is a way. I Charms is a way. When are you going to tell us? Well, I was going to tell you right now on uh, Prime the Podcast. You know, Coming the up you during do. the March break, we're going to have <laughs> some different programming, including gardening tips, also crafting, and don't forget, quilting. Foodie Prime presents Quilting Prime. Yeah, we're uh, going to do all, we're going to do Snooker Prime, Darts Prime. <laughs> we're going to do everything that Charms and Jimmy want to do. Eating pie, Prime. Ooh, Ooh. that could be taken. Uh, Easy, big fella. Thank you. <laughs> That's uh, for members only. <laughs> we should do actually an OnlyFans channel. Oh, really fans. well. Do really Eat well. Pie. I would actually do really well, James, if we all sat around and just like no sound and like, but just had microphones on eating and just ate the pies. How disappointed would it be all these millions of people that are tuning in for something else? Hey, you listen, they might find hey, some. We'll take them. Yeah, sure. Yeah. JC right. and I were also thinking of doing Century Club, inviting people to do, do 100 on, shots of beer with that, us. You've been on that case for like since day one. I, I know. I, I think it. I think it'd be hilarious. Jimmy would do it in a second. I'd be there. Eight beers. So it's about eight beers, Jimmy. A sh- one ounce of beer every minute for 100 minutes. Is yeah, how we not do a it. problem. We doing it for charity? Sure, we're gonna. Yeah. Yeah. Alcoholics Anonymous. So what are we doing, Wonger? <laughs> I don't know yet. We're, it's alternate programming, Greg. We haven't oh. figured it out yet. No, I didn't really. I told it said to JC we're gonna we're gonna do a podcast without Charm, so it'll be all over the place. Yeah, oh, really, well, me like tonight. Yeah, <laughs> a little pretty bit. much do whatever we want. Yeah, yeah, because I control you guys. I shackle you. You know, yeah. you're by my Shackled. rundowns. Yeah. When does March Madness start? Next Thursday. Next Thursday. Yep. All right. Well, it's not going to go. 
Okay, go. All right. Do your out. See you. Do your outs. Do your reads. Talk Friday. Do your reads about stuff. Go into a private chat and do your reads. What reads? Or the mentions. Oh, footybets.ca with North Star Bets. Please follow footybets.ca for all your betting needs. If you have, are you low on cash? Go to footybets.ca and either get way more or way less. It depends. That's adults can make that decision. I'm not promoting it in any way, shape, or form, and neither is Footy Prime. It's fubotv.com slash Footy Prime to subscribe. If you want to watch the latest and greatest in uh, the the Premier League soccer, football, however you call it, that's how we get it down. Holy shit. If I don't have a script, I'm the worst. How did I ever get a job on this? I'm leaving. Bye. <laughs> Jimmy, do you want to say the last line? Keep buying newspapers. And cheers for listening. Such enthusiasm. (laughs) (laughs) Just like the newspaper business. Uh, What a good day. Follow us on Twitter at footy underscore prime and on Instagram at footy prime IG. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.